welcome to Till Death Do Us Recap. I'm Tim. And I'm Britt. Flip the script on you there. <laughs> and today we are recapping Married at First Sight Season 14, Episode 17. Decision Day. Decision Day. It is finally frigging upon us. And boy, oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Was everyone wrong or was everyone wrong? Because <laughs> I think no one. I don't think anyone in their right mind thought that it was even humanly possible to leave this decision day with all four couples intact. Yeah, it, 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 insane. It's almost like as it was happening. OK, so I was Michael and Jasmine went first. Mm -hmm. I was very, very... You were on edge with them. Ed, on edge. And I was like really excited that they said yes. Yeah. We're going to get into all of it. Obviously, we will. But, and then, as soon as Katina and Olajuwon went, and mm -hmm. they were a yes, I started putting... Wasn't that kind of expected, though? Yeah, but there was something about it where you have two yeses. Okay, here's the deal. Most of the time, Right, because you're thinking starts... about the way that they lay out... Who goes first, second, third, fourth? It always ends, no matter how. Yeah. I don't know. I can, with can't a happily speak. ever after. It always ends with a happily ever after. Yeah. So then I'm like, wait a minute. We have Stephen Noy, and then Stephen Noy being the third couple was like, oh my gosh, I we should have seen the writing on the wall. <laughs> it total, almost like a response to last year. <laughs> right. No almost one... like they were told, come hell or high water, even if you're floundering, after last season, you're all saying yes and figure it out after. Yeah, and it was so present that, it, or so interesting that so many of the words that the couples used, mm -hmm. it felt like, it was like, yeah, we're just going to continue getting to know each other. Yes. Like, it, it, feeled like, it felt like for the first time in the this show, there was this switch. And Everyone's I think acknowledging that, like, Maybe it's just too soon to know, but why would I throw out the baby with the bathwater? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is just, it's just, it's just pretty shocking. Like, and I will give it to them that they managed to surprise me, you know, after the slog. So there is that. Of course, the true moment of truth is Reunion, who is still together, which you know what's crazy? I was looking this up. So, like, the actual day that they do the reunion mm -hmm. is in February. Oh. Isn't that interesting? So, it interesting. So, so, they haven't seen all the episodes then. Well, you have to think they must get advance viewing. They if must. If Mark doesn't know about the things that Lindsay... Has said about him. No, he should at this point. Like, I, I'm gonna be. They pissed. have to make them watch everything so that they can have anything to talk about. I'm sure that they watch it in advance, and it's just not as good of edits. Okay, you know, yeah, because they've already been off the show by the time they get to the reunion in February. They've been off for I think two or three months because okay. it ends like end of November. Well, and I October, think October, November. I would be curious. Between February well, is a I'm long saying. time ago. Also, that's you what know, I'm saying. Like, I feel like we have a two-part reunion coming up where we're gonna get more truth, like who lasted even three, four months longer after the cameras left. And then you're gonna have the fallout online 
after the reunion where we're going to get clarification of who's even still together from there. Yeah. Because it's also the first time that they can all go public with their social needs. So you know we're going to all find out pretty quickly who's still together since Feb. But so it's just... It's a lot to track here, people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's really be present with this decision, Daw. Did you want to talk about the polls? Oh, yes. So Before we get started? Yes. So, I mean, none of our polls. So we've, as those of you who follow us on the social media, which this is your reminder to go follow at Till Death Do Us Recap on Instagram and TikTok. Um, and there we have links to a few other things as well that you can find. Um, But we've been, for those of you that have been following us on there, we've been pulling everyone over the course of what's apparently 17 friggin' weeks. And we've been pulling every couple weeks, starting from week one, where does everyone think, like who's saying yes on decision day? So that's just fun to track. And yet it almost our pre-decision day poll almost doesn't even matter because, you know, most of us were wrong. Nobody thought all four were yeses. But this is your reminder that we do have highlight reels on our Instagram page for each season. And we put all of our like most fun. Yes, story posts, but like poll results up there. So like if you want to ever do a a recap of the whole season and like what other listeners have been voting on and thought throughout the season. It's kind of fun to go check that out. Uh, But yeah, the one poll that I thought was fascinating was on decision day. Would you rather be the first partner to say your answer or the last partner to say your answer? And our results It was 33% be the first and 67% be the last. And we both put first. We did? I forgot what I answered on that. Yeah. Uh, It's a hard one. It is kind of difficult. But like, I don't know why I've never thought about it before. And once you're getting all these answers from people we don't know, I was getting more and more fascinated by it because I'm like, this has to be some indicator of something personality wise. I don't know what, but cuz there's totally pros and cons to both. Yeah. And they yeah, they both have really shitty elements of them. Because yeah, like my I think you and I were like we just want to go first so that we know we're giving like an authentic answer and it's not just all a reaction. That's the part that I always hate for the second person Mm -hmm. is I feel especially like if they were a yes and the first person's a no, I think some people have the mentality of like, well, at least I know they're a no. So then I don't humiliate myself, which makes sense. But I'm also like, well, then you're responding based. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah, no. I So we we agree. That's the reason. That's the reason why not wanting. I'm in the same boat. I don't want to be influenced by. Anyone, if so, you know, if they say yes and I'm like thinking no, I don't want to be in that right. moment. Like, exactly, maybe I can work it out. Yeah. I just let me go first. Yeah, and I guess I'm also assuming that I'm saying yes first, right? Versus saying no because that would kind of suck to break someone's heart. I don't know. There's too many different outcomes, but yeah, get it over the way. Get it, get it out, out of the way. way. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Katina and Elijah one first. I'm just like, 
I'm frustrated. I don't know. They're the same. They're the fucking same to me. You cannot change my mind. Even if, you know, oh, human Elijah Wan moment, he's tearing up because it's the anniversary of his dad's birthday, which I do have to say is a pretty impactful, crazy turn of events that, that fell on that same day. Yeah. But like, you're an asshole. You're a straight up asshole. You walked in here and you cut her down at every single step of the way until you said, I choose you. And like, I, we can go through each moment, 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 but like the bottom line is, I mean, even when you hear the experts speaking, you know, they do their little, uh, whatever debrief of the couple before we have them come out. And I have to say, I was pissed off at Dr. Viviana, and maybe I should be redirecting that actually at production, because as a reminder to all, Dr. Viviana is our only licensed practitioner on this panel, who we saw the least this season, and she's sitting here fully breaking down why the dynamic with Elijah Wan and Katina is fucked. He's saying Elijah Wan fixates on the future as a power play, in my opinion. He always has to control the situation. Um, he's constantly creating more hoops to, for her to jump through. And I'm like, literally, where were you? Like, where have you been? Yeah. You know, like, we had one, I think we had one really, like, uh, important therapy session with Dr. Viv in the mix with them where she tried, but like, I'm just like, why? I just don't understand where she was all season. And I'm like, if you had the wherewithal to see how toxic this environment is or this um, dynamic is, mm -hmm. it's disappointing that like, oh, you're going to tack these critiques on at the very end. Like, cool. It's, well, I mean, I think because she is licensed, it seems like she probably has a practice of her own. She and definitely is, does. is doing this, like, this isn't her main gig. You know what I'm saying? It seems like Pastor Cal and Pepper, I don't know, are just because of they're more involved with this. I don't know, but you're right. It, it's so annoying to see her essentially saying in a more hearing it come from someone who is a licensed therapist, all the things that we and... She's Dr. Curry in the Depp versus Heard trial. If you know, you know. Okay. Can I just keep going? Thank you. Um, <laughs> and so it's annoying. It's annoying having to see her say all the things that we've been saying. And it's just like, okay, and now here comes Katina and Olajuwon and we're going to you know, puff, puff you guys up and, you know, talk about your love and how you've changed so much. And I'm just like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. So the, and then we get like every couple, you know, you hear from the partner's perspective, first, all the things they love about this person. And then of course their critiques and their concerns with like a little montage to go with it before they come sit down. And I just think, so you hear Katina like, she's gush, gush, gush. And then I told the experts that I wanted an assertive man, but this is much more than I bargained for. You know, it's basically the first we're hearing her in her tale that, like, she is concerned about how he can be too hard sometimes. And then we get the montage of all of Elijah Wan's critiques from the whole season. And I'm just like, this montage is so 
fucking telling. Like, it just speaks for itself. It's the greatest hits of why they should be It's literally, it's the greatest hits of why Elijah Wan sucks and nobody should be marrying him right now. Like, oh my God. I think it's funny. (laughs) So we have a return of the gondola, of the gondola. Yeah, just double and tripling (laughs) down on gondola. Tripling, quadrupling. We're all gondolaing. And it's so funny because you could see that uh, Dr. Viv was trying not to laugh. (laughs) So Katina says she sees, uh, it's just like, even when she's talking about the journey of the relationship, she's talking about how she's grown because she needed to grow for, O, you know? So she's really seen her growth from the horseback ride to the alpacas. I'm like, Oh, What a way to sum this relationship up is I really saw my growth as a partner from the horseback riding to the alpacas. Never mind that like the actual person that fucked up horseback riding was Elijah Wan from being a psycho. And then we have Elijah and he's, I mean, I'm just like, I hate even giving him any airtime at this point. Honestly, I just... He's rambling and going in circles well, about we get fully back into one of the things that was weird for this. And this also came up with Mark and Lindsay. It was like kind of re- unnecessarily rehashing a lot of stuff and like presenting problems. But like this isn't really the place to solve problems anymore. This is decision day. And it's like, OK, he's like talking. We get back into the food. What I ate last night makes was, in, it seem was like inedible. He... You know, oh and like I'm like, God. why are we we're seriously like she's not gonna learn how to be a better cook and you're not gonna learn how to stop being an asshole in the next 30 seconds. Like it's almost I it just doesn't track for me. It doesn't quite make sense the way that it's structured like this. It's mm-hmm. like they have to talk about their challenges and stuff, mm-hmm. but let's talk about real challenges, not just how she's not meeting your surface level ass mid 1900s husbandly needs it's just it's <sighs> so, so played at this point i know it's beyond i mean i just can't believe we're still having the conversation and it's almost like the experts are over it too yeah like they're like okay whatever you know we we kind of called you out on this you know a few weeks ago when we said that you weren't uh, you never told us that you wanted a cook and you wanted all these things but i guess we're just gonna let you off the hook for the rest of the way because because you're Dr. useless Pe- because dr because pepper feels intimidated messages. and you're not gonna receive messages and so yeah just do your thing you guys are great give me a fucking break yeah yeah and he says a bunch of like offensive shit like he just does he goes on and on about how he really thought that he when he saw her on wedding day he thought he was getting an established woman and he needs to make sure that when he gets home he can eat his kids can eat and go to bed and go to sleep but you know that's a sacrifice i make with katina are you for real are you really implying that you and your future children are going to starve and not get any shut-eye because <laughs> Katina is not Wolfgang Puck. And then they're like, what do you mean? He's, they're like, let's remember, Katina has been cooking. My understanding is that she has been cooking more 
nights than not in order for like to win his impossible tests. And rather than be focused on how amazing it is that she's making this huge effort to do something that like he's not good at either, but still he cares about it's she doesn't cook. She does. He's making these blatant statements. They're like, yes, she does. And he's like, no, it has to be edible. The last meal I had was not edible, which was so mean. And she looks so embarrassed. And then she does cut in and say she shouldn't have to cook every day. And then he does not like that. He's like SMHing. He's shaking his head. He says, these, these are the sacrifices that are worth it for me to me. And, you know, he really thought he was getting a more established woman. And that is why he would say no today. If he were going to say no today, I hope you take this the right way, which let's just analyze this sentence for about five seconds rather than I hope you take this the right way. The right way to say that is I hope I say this the right way. Anybody driven by caring or giving a shit about how the people around them feel as a result of their actions or words, that's how they would frame it. But for him, it's, I hope you take this the right way. Before he explains his choice, I love our chemistry and your effort, and that's allowed me to overlook all of the other things. Suddenly we're crying about dad and his birthday and how his dad always told him to live in the moment. And so what he's learned through tears, he would rather have a girl who doesn't have anything but tries so hard than a girl with everything. And I would love to continue to be married to you. And I just wrote, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) And then Dr. Viv is like, you really earned this love. You know, you really earned it. And I'm like, I guess. I I was like mentally tuned out from the moment it was clear that they were both going to say yes. I was just like, you know, I'm over this. I'm over. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't. I mean. It's just, it doesn't suffice. I think we've all like watched Katina spirit be broken down for four months Mm -hmm. and it's gotten harder and harder and harder to watch because she's become more and more and more like, I mean, she's just so attached to him that she takes what he says as truth and at face value, which is very disturbing when we're talking about like someone's sense of self and self-esteem being broken down. Right. Mm -hmm. And To just get to the end and have it like, I mean, another thing I'll say about this is I was just in general, I found the transitions in all of these um, pod meetings very abrupt. Oh, they're always this way. They're always this way. Yeah, it's just like the the way they cut the conversation, you're like, I know that this was much longer and that it didn't happen this way. And it's interesting that you thought that I wouldn't know that because this is not flowing. It's almost like there could be like mid-sentence and out of nowhere, it seems Pastor Cal's like, okay, it's time to make a decision. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm like, and you're okay, like, what? what? <laughs> well, and if you really pay attention, you can notice that some of the things that they have Pastor Cal saying as like assessments of the couple, they're supposed to sound like he's saying it sitting there across from them, but they don't show his face. And I'm convinced that there he a, like he does that after the fact. There was a couple voiceover moments yeah. I noticed. 
But yeah, just in general, I think like just going with what the feeling you were describing, I feel like you just sort of get to the end with a couple like this where it was upsetting. And then they say yes. And it's like you see that the experts like, what are they supposed to do? Beg them to not stay together? I don't know. But the way that they do respond does feel like it's almost like ignoring all the bad shit that's gone down. It was ignoring. Yeah, no, I know it, it, it is. It is. And it seems to me that after the whole Dr. Pepper's Olajuwon thing, they just kind of were like, OK. Yeah. They're like, we're, we're not going to make any headway with this guy. Like, it is what it is. Um, He's a narcissist. <laughs> we cannot like, treat that. Yeah. I don't, but I, I don't wish know. that they had at least done some more one on one work with Katina. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I guess there's always the chance that they did, that she was on the phone more than we know or whatever, but just kind of disappointing. Um, I felt, I feel like it's fitting to move into Mark and Lynn's for a lot of reasons. One of them being that I think there's a lot of parallels between the way that Elijah Wan treated this decision day moment and Lindsay. Mm. I think that she felt it was her mission to make sure we all knew all of the reasons and ways that Mark sucks and doesn't measure up. And yet she's still going to choose him. I, and he is so blessed. For from that, the moment for that. they came into the room, I was like, oh, it's a good day. They're no. saying yes. You thought? Yeah, because, well, I mean, also, they're the last ones to go. So at this oh, point, we right. have three yeses. But right. they came in with this annoying laughy lovey-dovey Lindsay was like I fucking them like in the beginning and I was like this is like oh they just woke up and today was a good day right and so which is like exactly what Pastor Cal said about them before I know I know (laughs) he's like you really don't know with them like they could have been horrible last night and they're great today or vice versa and that's exactly what you heard said all season bro on this pod in the weeks leading up to it yeah yeah. So, I mean, it's not really a lot of new, right? Lindsay takes, she's the one to start. She's been dodging and diving through his life tribulations. Mark tells the experts he feels like the last two weeks has been huge and different in a shift. Lindsay would like everyone to know that actually, no, not two weeks. She would really only say the last one week. Okay. Big distinction there. <laughs> And then she refers to, like, she brings it back, you know, to our laughter, our fun, how much we laugh, laugh, laugh. And she was like, what were we laughing at the other night? That was just so funny. And he's like, (laughs) this to me is like the truth of their dynamic. What was so funny the other day? He's like, Oh, I wasn't laughing. That was just you, you were laughing. Like you were doing your scary laugh and you were just you were you were laughing a lot, but I was just fake laughing. Uh, <laughs> she this, was like, and then of course you see the wheels turning. Oh, it was a fake laugh, huh? And you like you're like, oh, this could turn into anything when they walk out this door right now. It's just this whole <sighs> laugh joke, because they were like, Oh, you're laughing. Like, and hearing her like 
go off with her maniacal laugh. Oh my laugh. god, and then she did it. And then he was like, yeah, it's like this, and it's like this. And I'm like, this joke is going on way yeah. too long. I feel so uncomfortable <laughs> I put right OMG, now. I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> Please stop this joke. It is. It wasn't funny when you told it at the couple's retreat, and it's not funny that you're telling it at Decision Day. It's amusing, but I don't enjoy it at all. I hate it. I know, it's so uncomfortable for all parties involved, including Mark. But the thing that blows me away the most is, like, she's just not getting that. Like, she is not, it is not registering with this woman that this laugh she does, she thinks everyone else around her is laughing with her, including her husband, who is oftentimes the only other one in the room. And he is clearly, most of the time, not earnestly, authentically laughing with her. He's nervously laughing kind of at her in the situation. Yeah. And I'm just bewildered that we are here. And like, she's still, that all of that shit is just still going right over her head. I guess it just speaks to her lack of self-awareness. But then we have Lindsay go into, you know, she's talking about like the cons of Mark, mm -hmm. basically. You know, it's just... <laughs> This made me laugh so you're cracking, hard. You're cracking yourself up over there. <laughs> I, you know, I always said when I'm married and I have a kid, I mean, nothing's going to change. I mean, I'm going to be in Dubai with, you know, my baby wrapped around me in the airport. Like, what? And I was like. She said that? Yes. Where was I? I must not. I was like, you are not going to Dubai with your child in a wrap, you dumb ho. Shut up. And then she, her whole point is to like, here I am. I want to be in Dubai with my baby. And like, meanwhile, Mark just wants the white picket fence. You know, it's just we're so different. We're just so different. And then then we go into selfies. OK, with this filters threw me for a loop. I thought I, I was like at the <laughs> she's grasping at straws of what. I thought I was at the pinnacle of like being <laughs> not being able to be surprised by anything. Yeah, you're like and at this leave point. it to only Alajuan or Lindsay. Yeah, could introduce a way. new problem <laughs> to the relationship. Yeah, moments before a decision has to yeah. be made. It's never been spoken about before. It's we, right. I, I mean, we've so. heard I mean, about he won't get off his phone and like. He's always messaging friends, yeah. but not a disturbance with filtered selfies. She essentially says it's immature for him to post selfies with filters. Meanwhile. And he's like, it's networking. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just one of. Which coming from Mark is just like, LOL. Yeah, what um, are you, you trying to sell gummy vitamins and become an influencer? Like, yeah. what are you talking about? It's ne next time you call me out for being on my phone, I, I'm just going to start. <laughs> I'm just going to say I'm networking. <laughs> networking is going to be the coverall for everything. Well, here's the thing. So, and this is another thing. I think that it might be part of Lindsay's like sneaky, accidentally manipulative, confrontational ways because. It starts with selfies, filters, immaturity, right? And we're all going, huh? And then it all leads down this strange twisty path that you're trying to follow where suddenly it's, you know, if you're going to talk shit in your DMs about our relationship, it will always get back to me. And I want that to be clear. I have the receipts, honey. I will always have the receipts, babe. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So, okay. so that's what it's really about. So, Mar yeah. So it's 
Mark is overusing Instagram filters. As an out. <laughs> and, right. and, you just can't get over how stupid that is. And just randomly DMing other people about how shitty their relationship is. Look, the truth of it is probably, I mean, he's been in hell for probably about 87% of the last eight weeks. And probably most of the DMs about the relationship are amongst cast members, right? Including what we heard a few weeks back, Alyssa. So that has probably been a big source of pissiness for Lynn's because she's always hated Alyssa. And she obviously saw that because she's brought it up. But then I guess who knows? I mean, he has been miserable. So like if he's been posting random shit on his stories and he has friends from his former life, like DMing him going like, how is it, bro? I mean, what is he going to say? You either ignore it or you go, I'm in hell on earth with a psychopath who names her plants and judges my jizz. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I wonder what kind of filter guy is he, he is. Uh, what, what he, he is. 100% he... only uses the Instagram filters that, like, are from 2012 that are still in there with the regular posts. Like I guarantee you it's like X pro or like Valencia. Yeah. He, I, he strikes me as like a Mayfair guy. <laughs> okay. We need to push this forward. Or Ludwig, <laughs> maybe an occasional slumber. I still use those filters. I always think I'm so talented you do? when I put a filter on. Babe, no, you, you should know better. I mean, I don't normally. I mean, I don't post. But, yeah, you yeah. post like once a year. Um, for oh, any of gosh. you, I'm sure everybody realizes that because they try to add you. And you're a lo-fi. You're lo-fi guy. A private dude. Um, okay, so we have that horrible like social media moment that just catches us all the fuck off guard. Pastor Cal basically is like, Mark, learn to take an L. Just stop. Like, stop fighting for shit that doesn't matter, okay? But then all of a sudden, it's, with that said, yeah. <laughs> what do you choose for your one life <laughs> right now? And it's like, oh, my God, how are we here? But, oh, okay, last thing I'll say on the social media shit. We need to acknowledge the irony of Lindsay having the audacity to come for him and his immaturity with his instagram filtered selfies and occasionally venting to a friend about her okay i mean it is what it is people do it we she's making that seem like one of the most important things that needs to be talked about today when she has shredded this man's every inch of his personhood you want to talk about on receipts? national tv yeah, you want to talk about receipts Millions of Americans right. have receipts weeks. about you talking about his manhood, his penis, his sperm, his his job, cooking, his taste, his, his sexual prowess, literally everything. everything. So I'm just like, and there's you need no to go way that yourself. Mark's going to that level when he's complaining about Lindsay to whoever. Oh no, there's no way he's he's saying like like things that would absolutely are like borderline unforgivable things to right. to be saying to someone. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So anyway. But all of that leads to okay, so then he says he says yes, 
because he doesn't think he would have grown so much in the last eight weeks if he wasn't specifically married to Lindsay. Okay. I mean, he went first there, right? Yeah. That was interesting. I mean, at, at the end of the day, I do have to say that I lo- like, I don't think Mark has a lot of self-respect and I definitely lost some respect. Like, I'm just like, really like guy, like, what are you doing? You are so out of touch with, I mean, I think he's just deeply, deeply confused for all the reasons we've been talking about every week, right? Like this war inside between psycho Lindsay and the Lindsay that saves the day when something's really bad is happening. But I just am like, you got the first pick and you, you did, this is all you say. And then she takes the the microphone like Elijah Wan. The microphone. And, (laughs) and then proceeds to do a much more critiquey lead up to I choose you. I mean, you may not be what I envisioned as far as adventure and food palettes and blah, 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 blah. But I guess I can say yes, because there's still more to learn here. I'm just like, this is not a cool pattern here that it's, these are all the thing reasons you suck, but I suppose I still pick you. Okay. (laughs) First of all, what was going on with that green button? He was like, that better be a green button under there, not a red one. And she like pulled out a button and it said like, yes, 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 yes. And I'm like, like, this is not funny or anything. It felt like a callback to something, but but I I don't don't remember what. I think there was something with a button at the beginning of this season. Oh, yeah. Either way, it was like the no button or something. Yes, Yes. the no button. The friend gave it to her. Oh, or gave it to right. him like you need to say no to her. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay. We worked yes. it out. Look at us that was figuring fast. things out. Um, here's my take on this. They both settled. Yeah, they did. I think they they both realized that they have some shit about themselves that does not make them desirable to other people. Mm-hmm. Mark, lest we forget, like yeah. Wanted to be on this show. And this is his second time going for the show. Mm-hmm. He wants to, like, he wants all of the happy, fuzzy feelings that come with marriage. Yeah. Lindsay, throughout this process, realized, I think. Oh, I how, am really difficult. How difficult she A is. A lot of people are confirming it. <laughs> they are the older demographic yeah. of yeah. this show. Yeah. Not old, but older. Yeah. And I think it was like, you know what? What do I have to do? Am, am I no really starting this process all over again? Right. Don't think so. So that's either going to s- blow up spectacularly. Oh, it will. You think so? They're or- not together at the reunion, I guarantee you. Okay, we have a guarantee. Do you think they are? I don't know. I just think sometimes... Okay, well, I want you to make a guess. Um, are they or aren't they still together at the reunion? Uh, they're not. They can't be. Come on. There's no <laughs> way. There's yeah. no way. Okay. So, oh, yeah. I just, she did it. Mark wasn't everything I asked for, but you know, I was just like very romantic, Lindsay. Like, he's going to just love looking back and reminiscing on this. Not only like what you said sitting down 
pre saying yes. But then even in her after interview, he wasn't what I thought, but you know, he'll do, I guess. <laughs> um, and then we have nervous nerf gun Mark again in a scene. I was like, I can't watch this anymore. Like, don't make me watch this anymore. Like Mark being bullied by Lindsay with a nerf gun and a maniacal laugh. Like I can't, see it anymore and apparently now it's going to be happening in grandma's house which is awkward mm. okay so yeah those do you have any other thoughts on them no as we're going through these it's just making me maybe it's the with just starting with these two couples i mean yeah i'm like i'm so <laughs> done with I them mean, i'm yeah. so done with them yeah. like and i think you out We've there listening this to this forever. Yeah, I know. We'll uh, we'll agree, but it's just like make every like extra scene. I'm like, stop! I don't yeah. want to see you. I don't. I just want you in the hot seat next week. I don't. Right. Like, I don't need to see everyone happy playing home. Yeah. Just make it stop. Yeah. Okay. I think the one that made us really excited is Michael and Jasmina. Very excited, but. Also, the the more time I sit with it and kind of what was revealed at the end of the episode, mm -hmm. I was overjoyed because I said that this couple was going to say yes, and I was right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people out there, if there was one thing where I varied from people's poll responses, yeah. was Michael and Jasmine. I was in the minority, so shout I've out. I've been wanting them forever. Shout out to... The 30% of us out there who <laughs> thought this couple would be a yes on decision day. However, it does seem like their relationship's still in a pretty fragile place. Oh, for sure. I mean, basically, we end this with they're both, no, they're not where they want to be, but they like each other a lot, and they want to see if they can get away from the cameras and all of the hullabaloo of production if their relationship can grow in a more organic way um, in terms of romance and sexuality. So, yeah, it was very much a like, we're not ready to be done. Let's stay open and see what happens next. I th they are, didn't they? Um, didn't they say they're not moving in right away? Or was they're it not living to at, at the little reunion with yeah. everyone at the end? They're not living. They're together. not living together immediately. Immediately. That's my only thing that I think is a bummer, like for them, because I'm like, I feel like you've got to build on the momentum from this show, and you've got to just jump all the way in after. It's hard to see how that's not some sign of taking a step backwards. Yeah, yeah, and I, it's not always like I think that there's unique scenarios in the world where people do this in relationship but i'm just like because of all the things we said because of how fragile they are and they're like they're they have something budding that's really dreamy but it's not fully there yet mm -hmm. and i'm like and then you're gonna go back to your separate places where you're living with random roommates and like i just feel like their biggest thing is intimacy and vulnerability and just needing to they need to grow it more and more and you're going to do that? I don't know. So that's a bummer to me. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think their personalities, though, I'm going to try to be optimistic about this. Their personalities might actually be suited to make to, for this to be OK for a while. 
maybe for him they to do... like court her in a more traditional way, like date date. Yeah, and maybe this like I I think of everyone like getting smushed together. I think low key they kind of had the hardest time. I think Jasmine is very mm-hmm. particular just about like her route. They're both yeah, particular about their like routines, and I I think can be easily like thrown off if like someone's in their space or whatever. And so I don't know. I, I kind of think that maybe this on its face, it doesn't like look great. I don't think anyone would think so, but maybe it's like, can be something good. Yeah. Agree to disagree. <laughs> but I, I mean, I hope you're right, but I would say the highlight of this <laughs> group meeting was definitely so we start talking about physical intimacy, mm-hmm. right? And like where they have and haven't gone yet. And I mean, it comes out, which is this has our, been our suspicion. And then we've heard like a variation of this when she was talking to her friend. She basically admits that there were times where she was pr- probably open to like Michael being more forward with physicality. Yeah. But it just didn't happen. And and then I do think it's ironic, like, so they talk, she's like, you know, I mean, we just woke up the other day and his, like, we were laughing because his hand was on my butt and he was like squeezing it and he didn't even know I, that like, he didn't mean to, he was sleeping. And this gets investigated leads like into- a true crime <laughs> podcast series. The, the, the depth of this investigation it's like into a the full booty, on. booty gate grab, booty grab gate. We need... We need a bulletin board with red string immediately. <laughs> yeah. So then it becomes this break. Did you like it? Did you feel okay with it? Would you have wanted it to happen again? And Michael's like, let the record show that I was unconscious yeah, and sleeping. It was an In my third cycle of REM at this time, <laughs> I did not do it on purpose. And Pastor Kyle's being like kind of creepy and keeps quoting quotes. Okay, Michael. Michael will not stand for Pastor Cal doing that to him though. This yeah, is like no not one the first... wants to hear Pastor Cal like ask questions like, and what did it feel like? <laughs> huh? Yeah. No, 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 no. no but it all leads to so this interrogation around the sleeping butt grab. Then we have Dr. Viviana touching your booty can be fun, right? And <laughs> And then we have Dr. Pepper immediately after. We're all on the booty train here. Viv keels over. <laughs> I, I hope you got that on video to post it. It's, Viv like actually keels over on yeah, the couch. We're you know, we're all on the booty train. My <laughs> husband and I actually find booty play quite fun. It's like, whoa, what the it's hell like, is going on? Dr. Here? Pep, put it away. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> It just kept going and going and going, and I was like, I feel the secondhand awkwardness, and then they're all hysterical after Pep is talking about the booty train, and then you can tell that, like, Michael and Jasmina are just uncomfortable, and, like, they're trying to get their shit together so they can stop laughing to, like, get serious again. Oh, my God, I died. But, okay, so what I was going to say that's funny as it relates to, as it relates to affection is... We're, you know, we're talking about how slow it's gone and blah, blah, blah. And then Jasmina says something like, well, you know, you'll know when we're there and it's okay. And he's like, well, no, that's the thing. I haven't known. Exactly. And I just was like, 
Jasmina, stop with all of these assumptions that everyone is supposed to just know. Like, you are a very strong personality who has made it clear when you don't, when you're not ready to get a certain level of close. I just, I just will always feel for Michael with this whole thing that like he was basically in an impossible situation because there wasn't a way, apparently like Jasmine is saying, oh, well, you could have won by taking more initiative. And it's like, okay, Jasmina, like that's really easy to say in retrospect, but like, were you cultivating a world where Michael knew that you would be okay with that? If you have a few, if you're saying, yeah, there were times, if you have, if you are coming with having a few pockets of time, I'm sorry, Michael missed that 15 minute window four weeks ago. <laughs> it's you like know? it's your then job. You're, not you're right. No. You're exactly right. You're not cultivating an environment in which Michael it is not in which Michael can like take things to the next level. Yeah. And this is always kind of what well, I've been even... on on the side of yes. most of this year is like. You want him to be vulnerable, he gets vulnerable. You want him to do this, he get, he does this. And then you're like, yeah, but, you know, you should have taken more initiative. And, yeah. you know, like, there, was, there was four windows over the course <laughs> of the last eight weeks where I was really, like, feeling Into it. you for a second. And I guess you, you just, missed you it. You missed it. It's like, no, no, Yeah, it's no, not no, fair. No, no, I mean, no, even no. in long-term relationship, when you, it's like, it is a back and forth as it pertains to this stuff. And it's like... If you're the one that's like shut it down the last couple times, it's sort of a human thing to be like, okay, I'm going to like make their job easy next, like when I'm ready this time because, and like let them know I'm ready because why would they know that if I just told them no yesterday, you know, like, I don't know. It's fucking common sense is what I think. Yeah. So all of this to say, which then it's like, if that if you have had these instances, I'm so tired of this. If I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it. Conversation, right? And I don't know if I'm attracted to him. Well, it's like, but you've said that there have been times where you wish that he would have initiated. So it's like, I, I, I yeah. can't be all she's, of these things, yeah. all at once. She's confused, and even like, I just think that she might be a little bit too rigid and black and white for all of the reasons that we've talked about with her of her history in relationship mm -hmm. and everything I just feel like even with her obsession with month one being a waste a waste a waste of rocky road waste 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 and I appreciate that pastor Cal jumps in even in this conversation and is like look it's normal for the beginning of an intense relationship like this to be rocky because you're being confronted with all of these things at hyper speed because you're rushing um, these like milestones. Yeah. You're, it's accelerated. And like, it's like, we've talked about so many times she's hell bent on. We lost a month. So, so we're at a disadvantage yeah. and it's like, no, the month happened and the month is what allowed you to get to where you got in the second month. Exactly. So it's a part of the whole thing. Stop separating it. And I did find it, um, like an interesting point of thought when Pastor Cal sort of then went into, you know, even this this whole thing about are we more than a friendship? We both don't know, you know, wondering, are we just friends yeah. or are we something more? And he's like, stop separating it so much. Yeah. Like, 
it's like, yes, we know what they mean by it, but it's like, if every few days you feel a flutter where you could do something sexual or intimate with this person that you also are totally vibing with on a personal level, having a ball with, can't stop laughing with, like, that is all great news. Like, those are all pieces of a relationship. But, but like, the mind is powerful. And if yeah. you have, like, drawn a line in the sand that having, like, you know, that it's one or the other, it's marriage or friendship, and it's not, like, why can't both things just organically grow, you know? Yeah, So absolutely. I just, I still think Jasmina is her own worst enemy as it pertains to, like, really taking in all of the possibility. Because she sure. gets very fixated on, like, her ideas of how things should look or what, you know, all of it. But in the end, they both admit they're not ready to walk and they're scared because they don't know if it's going to last, but they're not ready to walk. So do you think they are still together at the reunion? I want to. I do. I'm going to just, just I'm going to guess. Yes. I'm going to guess. Yes. Yeah. I really hope so. And and he seemed to really think, like, really believe in this theory that, like, without production, we could be mm -hmm. a different couple. Yeah, definitely. And so I'm like, okay, that's coming from something and tells me you guys have actually talked about this before. Mm -hmm. And that tells me that there was more discomfort with the cameras than we realized. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes that's easy to forget because yeah. you're oh, just watching sure. a show. So you just assume that they're fine. And, yes, they're living. You know, it's, yeah. So that was interesting to me. So we'll see. I love them, though, and I'm so happy that they gave Possibility a shot. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. And I'm happy that I was right. We know. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you said that you were I right in this pod? Too many times. <laughs> okay. Steve and Noi. I mean, this is mostly straightforward. Nobody's surprised that they said yes. They're the only ones we've pretty much known all season would say yes. Steve shows up with roses like a boss. So he's just a great man. He's a great man. Yeah. Steve, Steve just crushed it this year. Yeah, he overall. did. He was most of the things like he was almost like he was the gill of last year of last season, mm. you know? She has like, I mean, we get to find, we, we get to see some vulnerability from her in this in a way that I feel like we really haven't. Yeah. And so that was special if, if for nothing else, really for Steve, like, yeah. I think it was important for like, she broke down. Yeah. She's she getting was, emotional like, talking about how she feels so safe, safe with him. And she's never felt that with anyone. And yeah, that was really beautiful and felt like. One of our few, you know, really seeing like just Noi being transparent and not guarded and also not rude and strange. So that was sweet. I mean, she does get she brings up the domestic duties and like with the job shit a little bit again and how it's never going to be 50 50 and she doesn't believe in being tit for tat and she basically feels like Steve is. But all I have to say on that is I never saw any evidence of that. And if you I I believe in the principle that you laid out for us, Noi, yes, you're right. I don't believe that we should be sitting around in our serious relationships with a checklist 
every day, tit for tat. I did this, so you do this, so I do this, so you do this. I think that that's icky and that there should be like, you know, I don't know. That's how I was raised, that you give freely, you love freely. Like you don't, you don't give things with strings attached. Yeah. But we also have to temper that with the other thing that's important, which is that hopefully if you're with someone you love, you give a shit about them feeling balanced and like they're they have a partner in this effing thing not that they're just like solely responsible for meeting everyone's home needs yeah. you know my and principle around the matter is answering your significant other with kiss my ass right is not a recipe for a long loving relationship yeah but i could be wrong yeah what do i know but in the end i mean here's the thing i felt like all Again, this was a, they were one where I felt like all of the conversations got pretty chopped. And that again, that's probably because there was the least guessing game with this couple. So they're like, eh, we don't need more of this. But I do, my, my big takeaway in the end, because so Steve goes first and obviously he wants to stay with her and he's lovely. I, I mean, am I, do I have amnesia? I don't think, like he didn't sit. Is he the only one who didn't sit and write a list of all the things that suck about Noi? Yeah. <laughs> like um, his partner, you know, yeah. like he I don't feel like he really he just didn't seem interested in like these are all the ways that, you know, would have made me say no. But I just felt like he was like, we're great. I love you. Da da da. I say yes. Yes. And then she says Something I thought was interesting, she doesn't feel like he fully trusts her yet, which I was like, huh? I'm like, yeah, maybe to not post your business on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she would love to stay married. And suddenly noise come around to moving in. They're moving in together. And I just wrote, it was all a sham. I really think that she had to be coy and make up problems through this season because she's so afraid of rejection and so not used to being in a relationship with a man who like lets her be all of her and then some. And I think that she was just making freaking shit up. I really do. Noi moi. I just am like, I knew that whole moving like separate places thing. It was all on principle. It was like, she needed to hear him say, if that's really what you want to do, I support you. Yeah. So then she would go, okay, great. I'll move in with you actually. (laughs) But that was kind of it for them for yeah. me. I mean, my, it was my nice. notes are three of those snooze faces. <laughs> that was my notes. I know. I probably already said too many words for these two. I mean, it's like, did, wait, did he give her the ring? Dinner party. Oh, so let's finish okay, let's, on the yeah, dinner yeah, yeah. party. Okay, so, yeah. And this one, I, I liked this. I know we always do like an after thing, but it's not always this formal. Mm-hmm. And I, I like it being set up like this yeah. because it does remind me of the some of the few things that we like about Mathis Australia. And I loved that. Like I thought, I mean, I hated that Alyssa got to show up, but I kind of loved it because I was just ready to bring this imbecile back in the mix and have her like be her imbecilic self. Yes. And sure enough, she was. So it was everyone plus Chris and Alyssa. Alyssa shows up late in her disco ball dress. My first note for this was, ooh, I forgot how much I hate Ace. (laughs) (laughs) Quote, I've been good. This wasn't... um. The easiest process for me. Okay. What's, oh, but then after, what's everyone else been doing? 
<laughs> like, shut up, Alyssa. We all know that you were popping your head up in the lofts every other oh day for the first gosh. 30 days. And no one wants you here. Like, please leave. Um, but I also, oh, 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 sorry. I keep like stopping. So what's next is she goes, what's everyone else been doing? Who jumps in? But across the group, clear across the other side of Alyssa, she definitely never looked at him. But Chris decided, oh, this is a great moment for me to give everyone their, my updates. So she's like, what's everyone else been doing? Chris jumps in and says, well, I've been fine. Uh, I've been pretty good, actually. Uh, I've actually recently started dating. Yeah. Uh, it's been really good. And and she, like, has her face immediately just falls into, like, a turtle frown. And it was so satisfying. I really, <laughs> really wish that we had another couple or Chris was matched up with someone. I, I, I really would have liked to see Chris go through this process. I know, I would have too. Um, I think he would have like, he would have been really interesting to watch and he yeah. would have been good. And yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's, that's pretty much all I had on them. Uh, and it was just, you know, everyone said yes besides them, which I loved also for the sheer fact that I wanted I know this is so mean. This is like my little psycho side. I wanted it to be rubbed in Alyssa's face. Like everyone else was everyone able to make went it work. And figured it out, yep. but you, Miss Little Miss Twatty, you just couldn't you couldn't cut it. <laughs> then we do have the proposal. Ah, uh, yes. And Steve introduces it with like the ring pop thing and then is like actually i have this for you oh that's right and she completely loses her shit yeah well she sees the diamond she goes mama's set for life yeah (laughs) yeah but and and it it did hit me like it is weird how almost like how much more that that real wedding ring proposal to get that at the end of this eight weeks is pretty huge because it's like it 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 really makes it all very real well, and yeah, on and a I different level, which I, I don't want to believe that like a diamond or like this material object really carries that much weight. But it it feels like in this specific scenario, it carries like the most weight because it's like, oh, I mean, he didn't even have to do that. And yeah. he really did the thing, which that's what people in real life do. They commit this huge chunk of their cash that they've been saving you know, like, I don't know. Yeah, no. And and that actually, I think, is what made all of the other decisions feel like, oh, we're just going to continue dating and see how it goes. Like, I don't know. This was it was right, really totally. like um, punctuated. Yes. With an exclamation point. The like, contrast. We are committed. We are married. Boom. Not like we're still figuring each other out, and even right. though they are. Yeah. But and I think that's what. Yeah. Yeah. Lindsay effed up. It might have even been that moment, but she just always finds a way. She has to bring it back to her. She can't let like too much go on without her. So I was just like classic Lindsay fucked up the moment with an intrusive joke. And I can't even remember what it was, but it was like. And then it's like, oh, you broke. You broke it. Thank you, Lindsay. Classic. You're also jealous, probably. But uh 
Yeah, Alyssa just looked really out of place, like especially in this, you know, here's Steve, her, the guy that she, the one that got away. How bummed oh, was she? Oh, I forgot the lion. Mr. Eagle. Lionheart or Eagleheart. Eagle Tat, yeah, man. Tat. And he, she was probably really holding out. She's like, who's that? Um, who's the girl from the latest Love is Blind that's always squinting? Shady, 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 shady girl. And like every meme on Instagram is her squinting. Shaylee? Shayna. 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 She's Shane like, and Shayna. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. kind of the Shayna of the group. Yeah. Um, And was probably really hoping for like a moment on the beach. Yep. You know. Yep. If you've Trying seen it, you know. Steve. If you know, you know. And then I would say the only other thing <laughs> that stuck out for me <laughs> was when Mark said, the future is so bright from here. I think it's going to be a good life ahead. <laughs> I was like, oh, Mark. Oh, ye of, oh, ye of large delusion. Oh, like, gosh. wow. What, where, yeah, where be, are you? You're going to be balancing the cash register at Chick-fil-A in four months. Guys, that's not, um, that's real, by the haven't way. Haven't we talked about this on I the don't pod? know. No, okay, we haven't. This is going to get cut because I don't want me breaking and breaking it no why why can't we have some breaking news at the end i don't know breaking news mark has been photographed working a cash register at a chick-fil-a in recent weeks so um no shade to working at chick-fil-a but it is a surprise for him at his age and stage in life considering what we know he what happened to him in the season on one hand i'm like damn like it is a management position so maybe is it will, i How i do thought you know? i thought you're you, assuming i thought you told me no i was in the impression that you told me that he was a supervisor no hmm. he could be but anyway anyway that is something that we do know about where mark's at right now but we don't know what that means beyond that i imagine Lindsay can't have nice things to say about that that's all i'm gonna say there but then we get a preview for the reunion, which this is what we're really here for. This is the real, like the reunion is the true conclusion. This is where all of this bullshit we just watched gets truly put to the test. So I would like us, before we wrap up, to just go through the couples and say, who do we think is still together at the reunion? At the reunion. Okay. Let's do it. Let's start. With how we, let's go through the order we went today. Katina and Elijah Wan. Yes. Yes. Mark and Lindsay. No. No. Michael and Jasmina. Yes. I am just going to say hopeful. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then Steve Noy. Yeah. Yeah. So three out of the four. No, we're not buying Mark and Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're really not. We're not. We're not. That future that's really bright that you see, Mark, I'm not seeing it. I'm just not. But, I mean, it, decision day is actually usually a pretty square day. Like, it's usually pretty square. Like, mm -hmm. we don't get shocked. We, like, usually, even with all the build, you kind of know what's going to happen. And this was a decision day that, like, blew our socks off. We I did not surprised. see 4 for 4 happening. And I wish them all the best and cannot wait for reunion part one next week. 
Oh, I cannot wait. Kevin Frazier is back yeah, among us asking the hard-hitting real, questions. Realness. I'm so pumped. Yeah. Have an amazing weekend and week. Find us on the internets. Subscribe, review, share with your friends. And we can't wait to talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Golden shower. Are you finished yet? <laughs> <laughs>